Badass. It's Amethyst Mahoney of Spiritual Badass, and I'm so excited to welcome you today to another episode of the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, comments, questions, or anything that comes up to you from listening. If you'd like to connect with me deeper, be sure to follow the podcast and continue to listen. And also go on over to my page on Facebook, where I share daily insights, commentaries, and downloads from the universe on how to run a multiple six-figure business just by being yourself. It is full of information for ambitious and success-minded entrepreneurs just like you, and you'll be able to connect with other incredible leaders right there on the page. I'll see you on the other side of this podcast, and remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat. So today we want to talk about one of the things that I absolutely hate that people teach you in business and why you don't need it. And that is the ideal client avatar. This concept absolutely drives me bonkers. And I noticed over the years that it is one of the things that keeps really smart entrepreneurs from getting anywhere in their business. A lot of business programs will do this as like step two, create your ideal client avatar. And 90% of people get stuck there and they never get to move on to step three, step four, step five, whereas what you really need to be doing, which is focusing on creating your programs or your products, your services, so that you can actually sell them. You can do all of those things without an ideal client avatar. (laughs) But I know that this is like, a huge piece of what's being taught out there. And so I wanted to take some time today to explain to you what you can do instead. So what people call this ideal client avatar, which first off, I I don't like the name because avatar is that movie with, you know, the blue (laughs) people that, that, what was it? James Cameron or somebody created years ago. Great movie. Not really good to think of when you're thinking of your ideal clients. Um, Actually, before that, Avatar is what you use for gaming and computers. So if you're nerdy enough to know both of those things, you're definitely my friend. Um, But that that's the little symbol or the little picture that comes up on your on your gaming system is your avatar. When we think about ideal clients and we think about the people that we're selling to, I, I like to think of them as, you know, people and not these generic things. So here's how the ideal client avatar exercises generally go is they'll say, create create your ideal client. Um, usually they'll say to pick male or female, or they'll tell you to do one of each, right? And they'll be like, you know, oh, Jane is a 42-year-old mother of two who is frustrated with her life and feeling overwhelmed and worn out and blobbity blobbity and she gets up in the morning and has her coffee and has anxiety and it just goes on and on and on right how is this helping you get to selling your product or connecting with that person now a lot of people will say well now i know you know jane has these particular issues And I can address those. Yeah, you could do that without creating some made up person. Okay. And I'm going to talk to you about how to do that. Um, But going through one of those, you know, 18 to 21 page 
questionnaires about your ideal client, what they eat for breakfast, what magazines they read. Most of that is just absolute nonsense. Unless you're running very specific targeted ads, you are not going to use 90% of that information and you don't need it. There's no reason to waste all of your time and energy thinking about who this ideal client is and, and what they do with their lives. Because the truth is you already have a really good example of an ideal client. That is you. Okay, now there's a lot of people in business who will tell you don't sell to you that you are not your customer. Most of the time, you should have been your customer. You should be using a product that you love. You should be creating a program based on something that you know because you went through it and you solved it for yourself. Now, there are a few um, caveats to that. You know, sometimes you didn't do, you didn't solve the thing for yourself. You didn't have that problem because you, you never really struggled with it because you already knew the answer, but you help other people with it. So that's kind of the only time that I really am like, okay, well, if you didn't struggle with it because you already knew how to do it, then that's okay. But if you're just jumping online and trying to sell a product that you don't believe in, or you're jumping online and trying to offer a service that you don't know what you're doing and you've never done it before, then you really need to stop and, and figure out what you do know. And you really need to stop and figure out why am I choosing to do this thing instead of choosing to do something that I'm actually good at that would be easier and would make me a lot more money because it's relatable and I know it inside and out. Right. This is the problem with a lot of business coaches and, and people jumping up online, especially intuitive business coaching. If you're doing intuitive business coaching, you really need to sit down and rethink your life because and if you're looking for a business coach, you really need to not go to an intuitive business coach because 90 percent of the time someone calling themselves an intuitive business coach is going to be something someone who's gone to like ICF or one of those coaching schools that says, don't ever give someone an answer only ask questions and help them find it for themselves. In an industry like business, especially, that is absolutely not the thing you want to do. Most of my clients come to me after they waste a couple hundred or a couple thousand dollars with intuitive business coaches. They'll spend months with these people and just sit there and spin their wheels and still not have a program, a product, or a service to offer after months. When I work with someone, if you don't have a program by the second meeting, that's a huge issue. We, we get something figured out that you can sell by meeting number two. If it is taking your business coach longer than two weeks to help you figure out a program, they are not a business coach. And you need to find someone who can help you figure that out. These are people who have jumped online, watched a webinar, and decided that they can help coach people and find the answers for themselves. When you are talking about a lot of different problems, but especially business, you cannot figure out the answer for yourself. You can Google it and YouTube it all day long, but all you're going to do is get conflicting answers. So you need to be an expert in something that you can share with people that you really do know how to do so that you can help them ask the questions that they don't need to know that they're supposed to be asking. 
you should be an expert in this because it should be something that you're really, really good at, that you've been through yourself or that you use this product because it changed your life in some way. And so for that reason, I really believe that instead of an ideal client avatar, you should be talking about the things that you wish you had known a year ago or three or five years ago before you figured this out, before you ran across this product that changed your life, before you started, um, you learned how to do this particular method or, you know, whatever it is that you that you actually work with people around, right? So one of my clients is a postpartum bliss coach because she thinks that postpartum depression should not be considered normal. I totally wholeheartedly agree with that. And she actually teaches women this because during her first, uh, well, right after her first pregnancy, her first delivery, right? When she had her first child, she suffered greatly from postpartum depression and anxiety. And so she had to educate herself and go through this process and learn why that shouldn't happen and how she could have avoided all of that. She didn't have to lose hair. She didn't have to, you know, freak out about things. It was a lot of it had to do with nutrition and a lot of it had to do with the lack of education and support around women when they first have a child. And if you need help with that, of course, her name is Miranda Bauer. Go look her up. She's amazing. But she went through it and people who go through it are the best people to connect with and get mentorship and coaching from because they can tell you everything that you don't even know that you need to know. An intuitive business coach isn't going to tell you the things that you need to know because they don't know those things. It's kind of like I recently... Um, kind of, for some reason, got obsessed with this person who makes chiffon cakes. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. I don't bake. I, I don't like to bake, but I ran across her Instagram profile and she actually cuts them into these cute little animals. She teaches a class on how to make a Hello Kitty chiffon cake. She's like certified in, in doing that. You can't do Hello Kitty stuff unless you've actually, like you pay for the licensing or something. So she's gone through this whole thing. And it was funny because when I saw that she made chiffon cakes, I actually looked it up on YouTube and I looked up a couple of channels where people were talking about how to make chiffon cakes. When they pull their cake out of the oven on a lot of their videos, it would just fall in and, and sink in and like kind of like a souffle. And I would be like, that can't be right. That cannot be right. <laughs> so I finally looked up, I found one of her uh, videos to, because she's going to be teaching a course. So she re released this video on how to cool your chiffon cake without it falling and collapsing in. Now, me not being a baker and not knowing anything about chiffon cakes, I would have never known to ask her, how do you cool the cake to keep it from falling in? Because I didn't even know that that was a problem. I didn't even know that a cake collapsing was an issue. I just thought you put in a cake, it comes out, you're good, icing it and swap it up, whatever, I'm good to go. But that is not true. And so because she is the expert, she knew to tell people about that and why it's an issue. And, and what you do, you have to know it so well that you can tell people about it and you can answer the questions that they don't know that they need to know. It's a huge part of your education and your marketing 
is to point out things that people aren't even aware of. It reminds me a lot of that old quote uh, that people say uh, Henry Ford made. If I surveyed my audience, if I asked my clients and my customers what they wanted, I'm paraphrasing, right? But if I asked my clients what they wanted, they would have told me faster horses. So your real clients do not necessarily know what they need in order to ask the questions. So you need to know that for them. So instead of looking at your ideal client avatar, and you know, we'll talk a little bit later about following algorithms and why I hate that whole concept and everything too, sit down today and look at the program, product, or service that you are offering and where you were when you were struggling with that problem, when you were struggling with the thing that you need to know how to solve it, when you were just sitting around like praying for someone to come and bring you an answer, where were you then? What did your life look like then? What are the questions that you were asking? What were your frustrations? Those are the things that you need to talk about in your marketing. Those are the things that you want to talk about in your social media content. It really is that easy. And so you can just throw away this whole concept of an ideal client avatar. Really dig in and dive in into what you wanted to know, what you wish someone had told you that now you know, and now you can help other people. It's been so great to have you here for another episode of the Spiritual Badass Podcast. I would love to hear how this episode spoke to you and any feedback you have or just what came up for you. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and check out the website for more tips and trainings at www.amethystmahoney.com. If you enjoyed this podcast today, be sure to leave a review and share it with one of your badass friends who wants to create an amazing multiple six-figure business that they love. And remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat.